Welcome to the Bangin' Book Club, a podcast book club dedicated to discussing all things bookish. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Izzy and Giselle. Each week, we'll be diving deep into different books, sharing our thoughts on everything from the plot to the characters to the steamy scenes in between. We're not afraid to get a little hot under the collar as we explore the world of books and all the spicy reads it has to offer. So grab a glass of your favorite drink, settle in, and get ready to join the Bangin' Book Club. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is our final episode about Icebreaker by Hannah Grace, where we finish up chapters 34 through the end of the book. If you haven't read that part of the book, make sure you go ahead and pause and come back once you have. Once again, just a friendly reminder that the topics that we talk about today are intended for ages 18 and up. So if you are listening, please make sure and be mindful that our content is for mature audiences only. Right. Last week, we left off with them having kind of their Christmas celebration together in Maple Hills before we all go off on our winter break. Santa's Grotto, right? Yeah, we love Robbie's Santa's Grotto. And we start off by picking up with Nate and Sass, getting ready to head to the airport to go to Seattle. Nice. Love Seattle. I am obsessed with how she was treating him while they were trying to pack. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. So bossy. Yeah. I mean, that is literally me. We finally get Sassy back in her roots, like, her bossiness. Like, I feel like we haven't seen bossy Sassy for a couple chapters, so it was kind of nice and refreshing. Like, oh, our character's back. Our girl's girl's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely nice to see her, like, starting to get back to herself rather than how she was after the fall. So it it, it is really nice to be able to just, like, head back into that direction Mm -hmm. of, like, this is the character. Because I feel like we did lose her for a little bit. But it did circle back, and now she's back to where she needs to be. It definitely shows, like, her growth from her fear. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. And we get to meet her parents, which I thought was great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I loved that whole, like, her mom being on her side about everything that Aaron did. Like, her opening up to her mom and, dad, like, dad. Yeah, I think that was, specifically, was really nice. And it was, like, really good growth for them as, like... Because she hasn't really been talking to her parents this entire time. We see them as these figures of, like, being super important to her life, but not there because right. of the, the distance. Yeah. Yeah. And then just, like, for me, it was, like, the wholesome acceptance of Nate just immediately. <laughs> like, and his whole hockey career, like, when his parents haven't been super supportive of his goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> like, go Anastasia's dad. Yeah. That was, that was super cute. I love her dad. <clears throat> I can't remember his name right now. It's okay. Oh, yeah. But then we get the opposite. We get to go to Denver, which I'm jealous. Really? I like Colorado. I don't know. I've heard mixed things about Colorado, to be honest. Nick really wants to go to Colorado. I don't know why. It's like dead set. And I'm like, uh. I'm not. It's really pretty in the winter. That's, That's what I hear. Like, I like, I'm all for like nature and everything. So I think maybe that's like the one, what sounds appealing. But I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the smell. <laughs> I know that sounds really weird, but like, <clears throat> sorry. The most vivid thing that I remember about going to Colorado was... Is my Cowtown College. <laughs> yes, the smell of manure everywhere. Yeah. It follows you. you. You don't get away from that. So no, that's what sure. I'm remembering is that, like, breathing no, that in for constantly. Sure. Yeah. But in the winter, it's not like that. Like, it's literally only, 
like for me my university was only like that during certain months of the year like it's, it's in the summer the, when yeah. it's hot and it's like the sun is beating it's down causing that pungent odor because <laughs> i was like we went like, through august right <clears throat> exactly in yeah. august because like for me like in winter it's snowing nothing's happening yeah. like mm-hmm. cows aren't out to pasture like you're not <laughs> having that smell yeah um and you know it snows but yeah so they go to denver um to meet not to meet well not to meet but they end no. up meeting yeah. um but they go to denver to just kind of get away which is nice it and is nice to have, we like, see a, a lot getaway. of character growth during this mm-hmm. week and a half that they're there yeah which i think is amazing mm-hmm that a week can change your life. It and it honestly like you don't ever think about it but it's like day to day that's like in real life that happens. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so much can change in a day let alone a week. And like it's unexpected. I think my favorite moment when they're well I have a couple favorite moments when they're in Denver, but I think the part that I really loved was when she finally was like talking about to herself about Aaron and is just kind of talking like the quote is I can no longer be a doormat for a broken man to dump his emotional baggage on when he refuses to even attempt to help himself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's like finally the moment we've been all waiting for where she wakes up and smells the roses of just how bad Aaron has been. Like right. now that she's heard everything that he's been saying about her, it's her finally acknowledging like she can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she has to make a change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is good, because it's, like, it shows her appreciating her own worth, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's always a good thing. Yeah, and especially, it's so hard when it comes to, like, friends. Like, it's hard when it's in a a relationship, but when it comes to your friends, it's, like, those are the people that are supposed to be there for you always and, like, unconditionally. And to, like, realize that you've been in a toxic friendship, it's hard. It's hard. Like, I've been there before. It sucks. Oh, no, same. Um... It's one of those things where it's, like, they're supposed to be on your side. Mm-hmm. But then, you, you know, you just, like, you, someone opens your eyes and you finally, like, kind of, like, take a step back and you look at it yourself and you're, like, wow. Like, the rose-tinted glasses. N- normally that's, yeah. like, in a relationship sort of sense. But, mm-hmm. no, even still in friendships it happens. And you're, like, I've put so much trust into this person and they have disrespected me this entire time. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now finding out. Yeah. And it's like, people sometimes will blame you for it. You know, like, well, you still decided to trust them. And it's like, I didn't know any better. You know, like, it's it's an after the fact sort of thing. Like, I learned my lesson. Can we move on? Mm -hmm. But in this case, she's kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. Like, she doesn't really know how to get out yet. Right. Because she lives with him, there's mm-hmm. not really... And at the current moment, she's still, like, trying to see if we, she can even try to fix it. Mm-hmm. Because... Well, because she knows she needs him to be a pair skater. Well, not even just that, but, like, like it's hard losing someone when you've been around them for so long. Like it's, too. She has routine. Yeah. He's part of the routine. Like, even still, like, part of the routine. So it's hard to cut him out. So she's trying to repair it, but it's... Getting to a point where there's there's no repair that's even salvageable. You can't. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we get to spend, just like, we get to ignore all of our problems. Exactly. Because we love doing that. <laughs> just turn it all off. A little off. getaway. I mean, sometimes you just need that. Yeah. And she gets to turn it all off and we get to see her spend time with her man. Yep. And it's honestly probably one of my favorite parts of the book because it's just so uninterrupted. 
And for me, it's like the <laughs> like, first uninterrupted. <laughs> it's just the first time you're seeing like just how far Nate has fallen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we know he likes her and we know he would do anything to like protect her. I think her. she's seeing it for the first time too. I mean like not even necessarily for the first time, but like she really has like this big like aha, like, oh yeah, no, this man really, really does care for me. I don't even have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. True. And right. I just I mean for me it's like hard because like even like I mean we're reading Nate's thoughts. Yeah. And I'm just like in me like in me. In my head, I'm like, do guys really think that way? I when I, he's yeah. like going like when they're doing stuff together and like he's just spending time with her and he's just like, I wanna tell her that I love her, but it's only been a couple months, mm-hmm. like, is that too soon? I wanna marry her. Like mm-hmm. do guys really think that way? Like I think about that all the time. <laughs> like it's even though like, okay, yes, I mean, Nick and I have been together for about four years now like intentionally together yeah. right and so I like sometimes I do ask him I'm like what like do you ever think about those things like to me that's such a girly thing to do and it's like when you're looking at someone you're like damn like I really love this person like they are my whole world yeah and it's like to me in my head I'm like guys don't do that like <laughs> okay, but exactly not. and that's what I'm saying okay. but does your boyfriend do that because I don't know that's what I'm saying like as long as he does it then what's the problem you know? right 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 but it's just like a, a like no a I, do, I do totally get that. maybe if like not even it's like that specific thought or like but it's like that type of thought yeah yeah you know I wish guys were just in general more vocal about their feelings. the fact that they well like not necessarily even their feelings just kind of like that they are thinking about future. Mm-hmm. Like, not just immediately right now. Right. Like, when he's right. like, I want to marry her. That's, like, a long-term goal. When he's like, our kids are going to be fine. That's a long-term goal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't really even think about it before he blurted it out of his mouth. But, like, <laughs> do like do guys genu- genuinely think about that? Like, just when we're doing mon- mundane things. Yeah. I think it depends on the guy and how they view the relationship. Because, like, some guys... They really are only in it for the now, but then mm-hmm. there are those rare guys where they they do want the future. They yeah. want long term. Mm-hmm. So it just it, it depends. I feel like it's a very where are you at variable. <laughs> for real, for real, I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so then we get. I think one of my favorite parts of the entire book. Well, it, it's coming up because we have to really pause on that. She falls through the ice. And that scared the shit out of me. I, that was such a, like, it was such a plot twist that I was, like, and it was funny because I was reading it. I'm reading up to, like, the phone call, and I'm, like, yeah, she's cool, she's talking, she's about to go. And in my head, I'm, like, oh, my God. It's, so, like, as soon as she said she was talking to the, de- like, trying to make a friend with the yeah. deer, I was, like, oh, no. I was, like, dude, no way, no way. And then I read, I read, I read, and sure enough, she falls through the ice, and I was, like, bro, we yeah, so for was- real right now. It was really hard not to be able to, like, even, like, warn you guys, like, hey, this is gonna happen, because it freaked me out the first time I read it. I was like, no freaking way. This yeah. girl's about to die. I'm yeah. really glad that it, like, that he called her when he was already in the house, because imagine if he had been driving. Yeah. Like, this man would have been a wreck. He probably would have wrecked, to like, be honest. Like, he wouldn't have made it home. And, like... Because he would have been speeding to try to get you, back to her Mila in Mila Hawkins for being an overprotective mother... Even from beyond the grave. Yeah. Yep. Like, if they hadn't installed that, what would he have done? Nothing. There was nothing to do. He didn't have rope. Yeah. 
this man was about to climb into ice water. In order yeah. to get her, yeah. To get her, when it probably would have caused them both to die. Yep. Oh, God. It was a lot. so scary. I know, like, even still, I'm like, I'm I'm just, it didn't even happen in real life, but it's like, I'm so glad they both made it out alive. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, <laughs> you, you see things like that happen in, like, movies and stuff. And but like, it happens in real I, life, too. And it that's what I'm saying. Like, it have happens happy ending. I don't in know. real life. Like, to slip into cold, iced water <laughs> and not be able to pull yourself out because of the fact that it's, like, it could break and you could just not make it to the edge. Like, that's... Scary. Scary. There's and I feel like seeing it there. in a movie, like, seeing it in a movie and seeing it from, like, basically, like, we're in their heads. Right. Yeah. I feel like it was two very different experiences. Like, yeah. watching a movie, I can kind of, like, disconnect. But for some reason yeah. with this book, because we're so ingrained in their heads, I was like... You're feeling the same fear. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's you. It's like, it's happening to you. Like, you can't run fast enough to get her out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was mm-hmm. very weird. Yeah. It was scary. <laughs> very. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't warn you guys. But then we get them... I don't know. I thought it was so cute when he climbed into her hospital bed, like, with her and pretended to be asleep so that the nurse wouldn't tell him to move. Like, mm-hmm. it's just Dang. so wholesome. <laughs> I, would I wish totally so- I wish someone would. I would have been like, you know what? I'm gonna just stay. I don't care what you say. I'm not bothering anybody. <laughs> and, <it's- laughs> and it was just really funny to me when he was, like, kind of, like, overprotective mom mode to her. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's, like, turned on all the fireplaces in the house even yeah. though he's roasting himself alive like, i mean even she's like i'm queen. roasting can we not i know <laughs> like, no because if he turned i would out, cry anyways yeah don't make me too hot <laughs> except, number one rule don't make me too hot except if you went in icy water you're gonna but this is it. a week later okay but <laughs> i'd be the same way with you you know that You'd be roasting alive. But then we get Christmas I'm not presents, taking any finally. It's almost New Year, but we get Christmas mm-hmm. presents. And, oh my gosh. That was so cute. I loved, like, how thoughtful all of his gifts were. Like, I just want someone to put that much thought into it. You yeah. know? Because it's like, when you... I feel like I've I've just always preferred the smaller things... Because it's like, it means you're paying such close attention. You know what I mean? And especially for someone like Stoss who doesn't like to say or talk about things like that. Like, I don't even like to talk about things like that either. Because then I feel like I'm pushing for someone to get something for me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you're paying attention to the point where, like, you notice that this is something that I probably need but won't get for myself or won't talk about it. That means something else. Like, See, and that's so what I think was different. so good about his gifts. Mm-hmm. Like, he chose things purposely based off of assessing her needs, not yeah. necessarily, like, she didn't say, oh, I want this, you know? Yeah. Except for the pajamas. Like, yeah. she mentioned that in passing, that she felt uncomfortable right. being around the house without anything to wear mm-hmm. besides his clothes. Yeah. So, like, he was listening, and he's like, oh, well, if she wants something to wear around the house, then that means she needs pajamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cute. I love that she still ended up with, like, lingerie, though, basically. I know. <laughs> like, she ended up with something spicy to wear. But his jersey. Which is great. The jersey with his name <laughs> on it. That was I just... Know. I died a little bit. I was like, <laughs> she's never going to wear the Allen one ever again. She's going to be wearing the Hawkins jersey mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. That's cute. I just want to know, where do these people go to get jerseys made? 
You can get them done anywhere. I mean, usually. like, and even still, don't they have, like, a campus store for that sort of thing? Yeah, do they? I think so. I thought so. So after Christmas, we get interrupted by Nate's dad and his sister coming home. Mm-hmm. Which, tell me why they had to interrupt the most, like, I was on the edge of my seat for this scene. Yeah. And I wanted Same. it as bad as the characters did. Yeah. Fade to black. I was so mad. I was like, Sasha, get the fuck out. <laughs> nah, I thought that was funny. I like that Sasha... I, I mean, personally, I thought it was funny. Like, no, I know it's funny. And I love that. Because Sasha Sasha's a great character. Honestly, you know. can we get a book about Sasha? <laughs> that would be nice. I would like to see that. Honestly, I want Sasha to go to LA and end up with one of the guys on the team. Mm, that'd be, that'd be wild. cute. I really yeah, want her to live her best life. Yeah. yeah. She deserves Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but so they get interrupted. The lunch with her dad was just... I mean, his dad. Sorry, yeah. not her dad. Was just so intense. I mean, yeah, you, but you're kind of in the dark the entire time, so... It felt very, like... I mean, it felt like you were sitting right there. <laughs> like, oh, this is the most tense, awkward conversation Pins I've ever read. Down. But, like, in the way that it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. and that she stands up for Sasha and is, like, taking a stand for Nate. I don't think he's ever had anyone really do that for him. Yeah. Not only that, but I know that it's, like, I know that it meant a lot because of the fact that it was someone with an outside perspective. You know what I mean? Like, ideally, There's no like, bias. Yeah, like, yeah. ideally, from everyone on that, like, at the table, it was an eye-opener for Stas, who, like, they just met, essentially, Yeah. to be, like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, calling you on your bullshit. Like, that's fucking bullshit. Literally. Yeah. Like, stop being such a fucking prissy-ass dad. Let your daughter eat a hamburger. <laughs> For real. It wasn't even a hamburger. It was chicken. It was healthier oh, yeah. than yeah. that. Like, like, still. It like, was still a relatively healthy option, mm-hmm. and you don't need to comment on it. Right. Yeah. It's once, it's I think holiday. that was also like a, like a, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it was like a, uh Callback? Like a point, like it, it like Turning hurt point. her, yeah. Even still, because she's like, I just had someone do this to me, and I just realized how bad it was, and now I'm seeing I can stand up for someone else in someone else's perspective. Like this is not okay. Yeah. She can clearly see that it's not okay. Exactly. So she's advocating, which is like she nice. needed someone to stand up for her, and she didn't get that until Nate did. And yeah. So now that she ha- knows the signs, she can do it for someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I loved that whole like. She was so scared about meeting his dad and him hating her, but, like, her being herself and, like, being the fierce, like, fighter she is, yeah. is what ultimately, like, kind of wins him over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because he really needed someone to just call him out. Yeah. And it Obviously, can't come from his kids. Than, like, it yeah, can't yeah, come from his kids. Because <laughs> um, Aaron, I mean, not Aaron, Nate is really the only one that's ever been really calling him out mm-hmm. on what he's been doing I think wrong. Nate has also been just holding too much anger towards his dad anyways, so that it comes out the wrong way and it's Anytime, just yeah. causing more tension mm-hmm. than anything else. So it, coming from Stas, who has, like, no background in this whatsoever, it's just, like, blunt and as it is mm-hmm. and not any other past drama at all. Exactly. To it. So right. that's what really needed to happen. So I'm glad it happened that way. Same. And then, like, we do get to see him almost like he gets humanized because we see how much he regrets his past actions, like the things that Nate holds against him. Yeah. We see that he regrets it, and we mm-hmm. see that he hates himself for his past actions. And there's no way that he can change it. He can only try to move on. But the fact that he even like is 
thinking about his past actions just makes him even like he's a human and Aaron's a cyborg. <laughs> cyborg. Not like, even. He has no feelings. <laughs> Spawn of the devil, that's what he is. Speaking of, that's when we get back to LA and we have our sit down with Shithead and Stoss and Brady. Yeah. And this entire conversation made my entire body's blood boil. I was livid. I was hopeful for Stoss that he would give her some kind of, like, something that made him redeemable to her. And I know that she was also kind of, like, looking for that. And that's why she wanted to go to this and do this conversation. But then he really didn't. And then he just didn't. Yeah. It was the, I hope you make the right choice. Right. Like, I am, you're not the right choice. He thinks he is, though. You are a walking red flag. Like, the man, the the size of this man's ego is too large for any damn room. It's bigger than the Statue of Liberty. Exactly. (laughs) But I feel like if he... (laughs) Sorry, that made me think of the Statue of Litter B. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like if he had not said that, it would have been a lot better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, yeah, then you're proving that, like, you really are sorry. Like, you really do want to make up... And, you know, and... He doesn't know how to keep his mouth You're shut. sorry. And he goes and says, I hope you make the right choice. So he's trying to force her into couples therapy for their partnership on the ice. And he's trying to corner her because he knows that she's been the one saying therapy is important mm-hmm. all the entire time they've known her. So she can't say no. Yeah. He can, he can he's hold it against her. He's cornering her. Yeah. And it's gross. It was so frustrating, too, to know that, like... He was sitting there talking about how he had so much going on. And then he talked about his, like, parents and, like, what was going on. And it's, like, if that was really the root of the problem, you would not have gone through such destructive lengths to ruin someone the else's one good life. Thing. Yeah. And the one good thing that you do have. Like, if he really was trying to reach out to Stoss that entire time... He would not have ignored her when she walked in the in the house. Wouldn't have told her off about Nate and being a slut. And, like, that's not something that you really do no. because you're you going care. through yeah. something. That That's something you do out of jealousy. Yeah. Which is entirely it's what like, this is. It's like, do you want to go have Nate Hawkins as your boyfriend? Right. <laughs> it's like... That's what it sounds you're like. You're just mad you're not getting any. <laughs> For, For real. real. Literally. Like, that's oh my the, gosh. That's the I only just, thing that I can think of that, like... It just irked me so much to my core because he literally was just being so backhanded. Like, at no point did he ever try to reach out Mm-mm. for help. Mm-mm. And she would have dropped everything to be there for him. Yeah. Well, even still, I... It, it's hard because hearing him talk like that was what the problem was, I didn't believe him Mm-mm. at all. None of his words were And the true. fact that Brady just went along with everything he was saying, like, not even trying not to, like, yeah, stand up for her. Even, no. Which was like, bizarre to me. I'm not like, a good coach. <laughs> yeah. Like, she she knows firsthand how bad it is when people talk shit about you, about her getting pregnant and not being able to do her sport mm-hmm. and all of that. And yet she's letting Stas get slut-shamed and... Right. I think she's treated honestly... Horribly. Only on board with what Aaron's doing as a way to try to make Stasi like, hey, don't get pregnant. That and I think she just doesn't like 
she knows that her ticket to being a like Olympic coach is, is them. them. Yeah. So she's putting everything into keeping them together. Yeah. Even though it's literally, why are you even bothering? Yeah. Yes. But to pivot away from that, we then get to see Stoss watch her first hockey game. And mm-hmm. I just loved her reaction to that entire <laughs> experience. Just the wholesomeness of them putting their hands together on the either side of the glass. I just was like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> like, it was just so you, Like, going so giddy over this part in the book. I literally, I think I was, like, kicking, like, a fit. Yeah. Like, I was just so excited. I was like... This is this is everything I need. <laughs> as soon as you said shut up though, I was like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> <That's a diary's laughs> quote. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> wow, I love that you think you're Julie Andrews right now. <laughs> uh well, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was like, I don't, but I literally that's funny. And then the fact, like, on top of it, not only was it like the cutest experience ever, but the fact that her dad was like watching it in a local bar and, like, bragging about how that's his daughter's boyfriend <laughs> and, like, that they did so well. Like, yeah. And then Robbie yelling at him during the game, even though, like, because he was distracted by Stas being there. Of course he was. But then went and scored twice and Robbie's like, I stand corrected. Yeah, I was like, like I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> it is the hockey love that I needed. hmm Yeah. But then, you know... Aaron goes back to being Aaron. Mm-hmm. We just keep, like, the end of the book, I feel like it was just so back and forth, like, hot and cold, because it was like, well, because you're finally Nate, getting boo into Aaron. the... Yay, Nate. Boo, Aaron. You're Yay, Nate. Getting, Aaron. You're finally getting into the <laughs> nitty-gritty, jeez, <laughs> where it finally has to wrap up. Yeah. So True. it feels a little just, like, back and forth, but it's really just, like... Yeah. Because it's, like, just get it eventually done. you were going to find out what actually happened with... Aaron and why he got hurt because that's yeah. clearly the first reason was not what happened. Like, I feel like it was pretty predictable that something else is going on. Yeah, the fact that I never once thought that it was it. no, hundred yeah. percent. I'm like, what would you? He, there's no way that this man who cares so much about skating would ever do something to intentionally hurt himself to prevent him from getting his goals. Yeah, he only cares about himself, and that means he's goal oriented. Like he is focused singularly focused on his own mm-hmm. on his own success Victories, yeah mm-hmm. so the fact that he's like they said that he like hurt himself or whatever like there was a prank like there's mm-hmm. no way yeah no. there's no way but it's like obviously nate wasn't the one who does it did it either no definitely not nate. yeah like there was something else going on and then i just i think my favorite like aaron moment as much as like we hate him but like it is like a we hate aaron moment is the therapist that he picked out putting him in his place. <laughs> I love that. I was like, thank God someone can like, finally someone see said through it. him. Yeah. And like she has an outside perspective too. Like she she has um, no idea who this man is. And then it's just like, uh, excuse you. Mm-hmm. What? How you know, many times like, did you reach out? Zero. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like You ugh. can't try and say she wasn't there for you if you didn't try to ask for help. Right. Yeah, like she had no idea. Because you weren't communicating, right. which is like, if anything, hello, you were pushing that's... her away. Exactly. <laughs> and that's like the one thing about any type of relationship. You need to communicate. Otherwise, people are not going to understand what your needs are and what needs to be met. Right. Fact. So I love that. That yeah. it was even the therapist that he picked. 
that was like, yeah, no, was you're like, full no, you're, of shit. You're, yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So it's disappointing that he didn't grow at all, though. No. I was really hoping for her sake that there was going to be like a moment Some of like, okay, growth. cool, you're mm-hmm. you're growing. No, we didn't get that at all. And then we do have Nate dealing with his ego. And I don't know, like, why it took so many people telling him that he needed to get over himself for him to finally get over himself. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, like, JJ, Robbie, and Henry all, like, mommed him into <laughs> seeing the error of his ways, yeah. I loved. <laughs> I love a good Mama JJ moment. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. I mean, as far as, it's because of, like, the fact that they're all, like, guys, you know what I mean? It's, like, those are, like, his his best friends, and they're all, like, listen, bro, you gotta, you gotta fucking fix something. This is, this is You're gonna lose your woman. Yeah, this is too good for you. Yeah. You cannot, I'm not gonna let you fuck this up. Exactly. We like friends like that. Regardless of any, like, you know, mama, bird situation, just, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that, like, was, is this, like, super not connected to what we were just talking about, but... Uh-oh. I know that there's, like, differences in, like, how people term things, but when she's in the gym and she's excited about her new, like, ex- like new max for her squats... Okay. She calls it a PB. Oh, Do you guys call best. it PB or PR? Because I've always looked at it as PR. I've And lo- so it took I've... my brain five seconds. Yeah, I mean... PR is what... I if someone it. just like said it PB, I wouldn't. I would think, oh, PB. And she, wait, what? You know, like it would. It would take my brain a full second. But then, if I'm understanding that they're at the gym, yeah, I could understand that they just mean like, oh, this is my personal best. I just read PB like eight times before I was like, oh, PR, yeah, PR. <laughs> I yeah. don't call it a like. I'm. I'm not like when I do it. It's my personal best, but I don't label it as a PB. I don't label okay. it either. I just say that I've. I've moved up, or it's... But it's maxed not, out. I've maxed out. That's It's not a personal thing. record for me, because right. I don't... I, just, I, I don't, don't go to the gym often <laughs> enough to even, like, have that, so... <laughs> just as a person that, like, has lifted in the past for, like, sports and stuff, I was like, yeah. huh? Yeah. Huh? No, yeah. <laughs> I was like, please don't tell me I'm the only one. Just the <laughs> that was never something I had to do, so... Um, and then, just when you think Aaron can't get any worse, so much happens. Mm-hmm. So much happens so fast. We find out, like, yeah. we find out, it's like a cascading waterfall of yeah. Aaron being a shithead, where we find out that he didn't really get injured in a prank, like, obviously we knew mm-hmm. that, but we find out that he got hurt playing football with his friends, mm-hmm. and then he just blamed his injury on Nate, so that way he would come out, like, looking like a good guy, like, yeah. he do something stupid well, off time. it's mostly just and that he could get Aaron out of, uh, not He could Aaron, get Nate, Nate out, out of the, of the picture, yeah. and also not be at fault for his own injury. Yes. Right. And then we also see, like, that go downhill, and then, like, we get this, like, final moment where, like, okay, she's watched him play hockey now, and now he's getting to watch her yeah. try and go for the Olympics. Like, she's gonna try... It's yep. what we've been working for, the, the entire book. The entire plot of the and book, And yeah. we get to see her skate, and it's amazing, and you can tell, like, it's like, when, it's like so happy. sitting on yeah. the edge of your seat, in his head, mm-hmm. watching yeah. her. And then Aaron hisses her! And like everything goes things. to shit. Yeah. Like, ah. Like, uh, why did he have to go and ruin it? It was just so random. And then his, like, claim that it was, like, that's what the people wanted. No, no that's what you wanted. absolutely no one that's, wanted that. That's literally what you wanted to yeah. do. Why in your... I'm not even sure it Why wouldn't you clear their routine? that? Yeah. Like, they weren't even... I mean, I guess they were skating to a song called Kiss Me, but, like... I don't know. 
I just, like, why, you would clear that. Like, that's something that, as a group, like, you would discuss. Even with the yeah. coach, if you're going to put that into your routine. That's right. not something you just spontaneously Last minute, like, add. Just kiss her, yeah. Because that's uncomfortable. Like, and it just starts so much Knowing drama, she has issues knowing with that kind of stuff. Not that's technically that, sexually, sexual assault. So right. Like, um, mm-hmm. And little... she even talks about it, too. Like, right afterwards, that's why she's so psyched. Is because it was literally, like... There's no consent. Non-consent. Yeah. And I think that it was all boiling down to, like, when we finally do get an actual altercation between Nate and Aaron, like, Mm -hmm. nothing... Nate has not touched him this entire book. Yeah. Like, he's literally done what he can to not. For Aaron's shit over and over and over again. But finally we get him punching him in the face. And I... I was so happy. It is so deserved. When I read, I was like, and then... The exit doors burst open. I was like, yes! Yes, Nate! Go get him! Go! And then straight up, it was like, Nate's coming down, punches him in the face. And I was like, oh, yes! Finally! Like, I just, I feel like I just needed that so bad. But yeah. I don't think it was enough. Like, no. not him punching him in the face once. Which no, because I, I would have wanted Stas to do it. I just, I definitely don't want there to be, like, a physical altercation. Because, well, no. like, that's not never. the way that's to solve That's never the, the right answer. Yeah, no. But, like... Him getting punched in the face once, especially by Nate, it's not going to do anything for yeah, him no. to have any type of character growth, even, like, moving forward without Stas. I really just needed Stas to have that, like, altercation. But she didn't. No. Not not in the way that I would have hoped, at least. Because I honestly, I just needed her to, like, finally call him on his bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I but feel like, get that. from that point on, we just get this, like, really, really fast cascading moment, like to the end of the book. I mean, it is the end of the I book. I mean, I get I get that, but it just felt very, like... All of a sudden rushed. Mm-hmm. Like, we're rushing to something, and I don't know what we're rushing to. Yeah. Yeah, because it did kind of, like, cliffhanger it, which is very weird. Um, but I think it's because it is leading into the next book. Yeah. But the rush, I just... I think that, like... It could have been The perfect moment for me was, like, them getting to her apartment and the entire hockey team being there... Moving the two that was girls the out, I was just like, "Go Lola!" Yeah, these are our these queen. are our lovely big brother hockey player yeah. friends. That I are just, just it pisses me off that she was like, "Where are we even moving to?" Like, girl, where do you, where do you think? think? Right, <laughs> you know, you spent all this time with your boyfriend, and you think, "Oh friends. no, he's not gonna let me move it." What? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Would die the man is groveling at your feet, like. He Quite literally the ground you I'm walk kinda on. sad that we had like a whole like the entire book was Nate like groveling for her. No, I love that. Like I really and wanted to. She never did it. Like I really wanted it. Oh. I think she did in her own way. It's just not the way that we would have thought. It wasn't as aggressive. No. Yeah. Which is fine. But I mean, she was I think yeah, she's fluffy. meant to be a little more fluffy in yeah. her romance herself. Yeah. Because yeah. she's then aggressive get... everywhere else. We flash forward a couple months and we see the end of, like, we're, we're going to the end of the year. Like, mm-hmm. we have two months before graduation. Yeah. Hockey's over. Skating's over. Mm-hmm. We're out of our winter sports into our spring sports. Mm-hmm. And we get this moment where Nate's called to the, like, pretty much the sports dean's office. Yeah. And yeah. he's cleared of everything that happened. Yay. Off his record. We, we love, love that. that. Um... And then we go to Faulkner's office, and he tells him who he wants to be next captain. And, I mean, I don't, I agree with the decision out of the people we've yeah. seen mm-hmm. and know. It definitely needed to be him. Yes. Henry frickin' Turner, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Yeah. I really, I don't, I just, there's no one else that, like, I think could step no, it, up like it, that. it makes sense. And I, it does. It, yeah, it literally just makes sense. And plus, it's, like, a cool opportunity for Henry to step into himself I think we're going to get a, a lot of yeah. the growth. And that's, obviously, it goes into the next book that she's making, but. Yeah. Um, and as a person that knows, like, I mean, I, Giselle and I have had to pick captains and stuff like that yeah. all the time. So, like. Seeing it, it was, like, literally, I'm like, if he doesn't say Henry, it's, no, what are you real. doing, friend? Yeah. Because it's hard. Like, that's a hard decision to make in general, but it's, like, there's obvious signs. You know what I mean? There's things you look for. Yeah. And Henry has all of those. Yeah. And if it wasn't him, I'd start a riot. And then we finish out the book with her and JJ in the kitchen making food for the entire hockey team, <laughs> as they should. Yep. And it's just, like, so wholesome because they're really just, like, this family. And I love the family dynamic. Yeah. Like, it's people you probably wouldn't have put together at all. But, but then it works. It just works. They just all come together and yeah. it just works and clicks and... Community. <laughs> and then we get to talk about our epilogue. Yay! I personally am not in total agreeance with it be honest i kind of sometimes it bothers me when they do like the pregnancy trope at the very end in the epilogue like oh yeah no they had a kid and it's like i mean it doesn't bother me that she got pregnant it just yeah like i don't mind when a couple ends up getting to that stage because that's what you hope for you know what i mean like if if that wasn't if that was not progression yeah if that was not in the epilogue then if that's what you're hoping like you're hoping that they get married they have kids they live this like great life I just I think don't think it, it made been... sense for, for... Maybe two years later. Not only that, that was what I but was like, wow, okay. to even be talked about because of who Stas was at the beginning of the book, yeah. because of the fact that Nate, this is like his apparent first girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like yeah. real girlfriend. I think for It just me, doesn't make sense. What would have been... I We were talking about this earlier, but I think what would have been more true to the character is like seeing... Like, yes, I want to see the proposal. Like, we know it's coming. We know yeah. he's been thinking about marrying her for two years now. Yeah, it was, like, since day one, pretty much. Right. Um, but, like, I feel like it would have been more true of, like, okay, she won her gold medal. Or, like, it's, like, right after. Like, we find out that she won the gold medal and he won the Stanley Cup and mm. they're at his house. That's amazing. on the, like, rink in his backyard or yes. something. Or in their own. They have their, like, they bought their own house with their winnings from the Stanley Cup and the gold mm. medal. Yeah. And they are building a future together, and then he, like, in the middle of this pond that they're skating in, like, that's when he proposes. Right. Yeah. I feel like that would have been more true to who the characters Mm -hmm. were than, like, rushing through, like, oh, she's pregnant, and he bought her a Range Rover with snacks, and they have a dog, and he's (laughs) squirting the dog, and they're going on a baby moon, and then he proposes, like, it doesn't- It just felt very fast. Like, let me just, like- Bing, 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 at the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Like, it was... The epilogue in Wildfire is better. I think it, it doesn't do that. Mm. Okay. Where it's, like, everything all at once. No, yeah. it's very... Yeah. It this is the next it. thing. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. But, I mean, it was cute. I, but... I do like that the, it ended up ending with her and him happy, living a life. That's great. Love that for them. Yeah. That's what I. They, that's what they deserve. You that's know what you I mean? hope for them. Exactly. Yeah. I just wish it was maybe written out or progressed a little bit more. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
But overall, like, let's go ahead and then dive into, I guess, final thoughts. Yeah. yeah. What do we think about the whole book as a whole? I, I want to talk about maybe, like, a spice rating level. Like, let's see what we, what we thought. Anyone? Um, oh, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. say that the book, for me, overall, is probably, like, a four out of five uh, star rating. I said that wrong. I actually meant 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> but then my brain just like was like, wait, just just say a word. Anyways, um, 4.5 out of 5. Uh, mostly for the fact that it was fairly well executed. I like that there was a lot of points that like... I don't really relate to the characters at all. Yeah, I still care about the characters and hope for their well-being. And, you know, like, I'm still engaged in the book. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it just... It loses that last, like, half of a star because there wasn't the resolution that I needed there to be at the end of the book. Mm. And it, it, you're right, it was a bit rushed. Like, that is the part that bothers my brain the most. It's like, she had, she could have, like, lengthened the book just a little bit. Yeah. To write a little bit more, to make it a little more sense, you know? Yeah. But she didn't, and it just, it cut off, and I'm like, I feel like it was stunted, and that as a reader, irks my brain because it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it didn't feel like it was supposed to end, but it did. Yeah. 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 So that's that's where that, you know, like, half star is lost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spice-wise, personally, it was probably only about three, three peppers. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it could be better. I've definitely read worse. In the sense of, like, it had more spice. Mm. Um, but this was still fairly spicy. Yeah. And, like, I, I there's things... I think they thing- were really realistic, too. Yeah, I was like, there's things in here that I would love to do. Yeah. I... Yeah, I agree. I feel like I would only give it three... <laughs> I just pe- said Three peppers. Um, and there are definitely, like... Like, just... I think it was nice because we're so in their heads and we got to see both sides of the coin. Like, a lot of times I feel like in books, even if it's dual po- P- dual pov <laughs> we get it from like one person's perspective it's like all the spicy you scenes end up being second, yeah. in like one person's yeah. head and it's like i like that we saw both sides both sides of the story yeah like and seeing him into it seeing her into it yeah man this man <laughs> seeing him this in man, it yeah the <laughs> things that came out of this man's mouth <sighs> 10 out of 10 sex god yes I loved wow. that she called him that. I love that she Whoa. called him that. I thought you were calling him that for a second. No, I was no. like, girl. <laughs> no, no, no. It just cracked me up that she drunkenly called him that. That's not the same. I mean, <laughs> if that's not how the guy is when you're like seeing someone, got a little bit of a question there. But I, I would probably only give it four out of five stars. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. actually four. Yeah, actually four. Okay. But it just was. Why only four? It was just, like, the end, I think, mostly. Like, I w- you had me so wrapped around. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so enthralled. Mm-hmm. Like, I was literally itching to read more every time we stopped for the podcast. And then the ending the just, ending just was like, Screech that's it. Hole. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. And it's like, she specifically said she wanted to adopt. Like, why couldn't we have gotten, like, an adoption? Like, they were, yeah. like the adoption went through. Like, Well, maybe... A future where, like, I mean, like, I do, I'm, I'm happy that they're, like, having a kid. 
Like, to be I, fair, this I like that like for them. A bit of an accident, to yeah. be honest. And I know it was an accident. And I'm, so but I'm like, still room to I'm mostly happy for him yeah. because I know that he wanted it. Mm-hmm. But I wish we had gotten more time to see her come around to it. Yeah, rather like, than just like, oh, you're pregnant. Have fun. Yeah, because I feel like, especially too, like because it wasn't planned, that was kind of like the the. It's the opposite of who she opposite is as a of who she is as a person. Yes, yeah. and then also just like that entire idea was shunned the entire book. The entire book was people yeah. telling her, "Don't get pregnant." Mm-hmm. You are going to Lose ruin your, your chance yeah. at your career. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, even though it happened after her career, it's like, still like many... why of all time, like of all yeah. methods how many... of getting pregnant, it was an accident. How many gold medalists really are like, oh, yep, one, one and done, we're done. Like <laughs> right. she works so hard, like exactly. you're not going to just keep fighting. Yeah, that's, like... I think the part that's so weird for me is that she's stopping. Like she, she stopped. Yeah. But it's only been two years after also, college. Also, like, like, how realistic what? Did is it? Did she get it? injured? Is that why she stopped? Like, what happened? How realistic is it for her to switch to a singles, not only switch from pairs to singles, but then to win the gold in two years? Right. How yeah. does she qualify? I mean, she's clearly a talented skater, and she's finally doing what she needs to do to thrive, because right. we also, all know that Aaron was I really wish we could have seen her at the, like, I really wish we had that moment where we saw her at the Olympics win the gold and land her quad luts. Yes. That's also what I was... Why was that not our Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, we talk so much about how she was fighting to, like, land the quad. Like, yeah. maybe once Aaron's not being a disrespective, mm-hmm. disrespectful dipshit, she would have finally landed the quad. Like, yeah. I would have yeah. loved to see, even, like, afterwards, like, how, like, I wish... A second epilogue. Not even that. I wish she had landed the quad Lutz while she was skating with Nathan. In the, yes, like, I don't know why she was or how this would have happened, but in my head, I was really hoping that he was going to do become a figure. Skater. He was gonna not become a figure skater, but like actually but do, do it, do the her. competition with her, and end up winning because it was him. The two of them, yeah. That would that was probably gonna be like, but then he would have had to continue. I know he would have had to continue, but it's like it was just like that typical. Nah, like, the man's raw. not built for figure skating. I know, I know. It was just that typical trope of like, okay, fine. Let her be a hockey wife. Let her, yeah. yeah. In addition to having what she wants. Yes. Yeah. But I don't yeah, know. I, I, just, I feel like four, four out of five is good. All to right. Be honest. Okay. That's a wrap on our discussion of Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. To continue reading about your favorite Maple Hills hockey boys, be sure to check out some of her other popular novels. Wildfire is book two, and it details the story of everyone's favorite muffin man, Russ Callahan, as he tackles being a summer camp counselor. And then we'll get even more from her on June 4th this year with the newest edition called Daydream, which is going to be about Henry in his new role as team captain. Let us know what you thought of Icebreaker in the comments below, and be sure to tune in next week when we start our deep dive into Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark. We'll be focusing on chapters 1 through 11, which is going to be pages 1 to 95, um, and we will dive into the heart of Chicago's Irish Mafia and see which family comes out on top. Thanks for banging with us. Until next time, stay spicy.